When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I'm rising as one because uh, alongside oh. us, we've got a guy we I've like. Got to, get up oh, to I've got to get up. We've got a guy we like to call the Big Daddy. <laughs> Big Daddy. Ian Moose Rebellion, Sydney Kings <laughs> legend, Australian basketball legend. Good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Nice to see you, Butes. Yeah, good to be here, mate. How good is the stadium looking? Uh, new sponsors, Breakers Country Club, jumping on board, and uh, we've got a couple of the young girls out here uh, doing some practice. Yeah, well, it's the start of the uh, Central Coast Basketball Trial. So these are the under-12s that are underway in this hall and the boys in the other hall, and it goes under-12s, 14, 16, 18. So the coaches will be here all day. Mm. Yeah, and, and you know, when I came in this morning, I could see just a few nerves, buttes. You know, some parents bringing their kids in. It's where it all begins. We all love it. And, uh, like, do they narrow these squads down? Do they pick numerous teams, Moose? Yeah, so what... Each of the age groups would have generally two teams, uh, an A and a B team. So these are competitive trials. The coaches, well, Chris Olbeck's here, one of one of the legends of the club, life member, coaching the under-12s, and uh, next door, Kili Akamamoy, I see, and Dan Pratt. So they've, you know, again, the coaches are doing a good job. Yeah, thanks to Kili for organising this, and thanks to the entire club. I can't wait to see the 14s buttes because I've been binge-watching Swagger which is loosely based on the life of KD, yeah, Kevin, right. Durant, Kevin Durant, growing up in Washington. There you go. There was a shot there. It actually landed on top of the uh, the glass, which is not a bad effort. Yeah, to, keep it, to let it sit there like Yeah, that, to let it not, sit there, yeah, not yeah. Not bad, and then you see the coach's school had about four shots <laughs> to get it down. Sign her up. If, she could, if, her shot is that, if her shooting is that good, then she's the one to uh, sign up for sure. Uh, Moose, the NBL season underway. So the Hawks winners against South East Melbourne, 85-72. That game played on Thursday. New Zealand winners against the Jack Jumpers, 71-65. Now, you said the Jack Jumpers, they made the grand final last year. What, they're 0-3? Yeah, so, again, New Zealand in New Zealand. And that's, the, I think, the first time they've played in New Zealand, Steve, for two years mm. because of COVID. Um, so the, the, the Tasmanian side are 0-3, having, you know, really pushed Sydney in the grand final series last year. Uh, local talent there in Matty Kenyon, still contracted to the, the Jack Jumpers, but... You know, that's how close this competition is, and uh, they've got work to do, obviously. Well, I think it's interesting because I was listening on the radio the other day. They were talking about how there's three favourites uh, on the line in terms of the betting. The, uh, the NBA teams, and then I think it was Perth was the other. Phoenix, uh, in, in Phoenix, was quite remarkable. The score, you know, they beat them by 10, and they, I think they posted around 130 points. So they mm. absolutely shot the lights out. Um, I watched Sydney last night, and uh, they've replaced three three imports. So, you know, that's not easy to do. And Jalen Adams last year was the MVP, but his replacement last night was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Derek Walton Jr., I think, you know, he's I think he set a record of, uh, in the first two games for the, clubs, the club, he's averaged eight assists, but on top of that, he scored, you know, 20 and 30 points. So this guy can really play. The nice point, I'll just make this, uh, they started just on social media saying he's got magic Well, he's wearing the number 11 singlet, and that's Steve Carfino's number, and he was the uh, true magician with the basketball, and 
Walton Jr. is another one. Yeah, and Butte, I see his field goal percentage, 9 of 12. And yeah. I think he was one of three from long range. He'd be happy knocking out 75% scoring uh, percentage, wouldn't you, Moose? The, what happens with Jalen Adams? Where's he gone now? Is he in the NBA or has he gone elsewhere? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, mm. but obviously the Kings, through Paul Smith, use, use the club as a stepping stone back into the NBA. I mean, they played Brisbane last night, so Aaron Baines, uh, who'd played in Boston, won a title with Boston, is yep. playing for Brisbane. He has made it very clear that it's a it's a, it's a step on the way back into the NBA. Is, so, is it uh, like soccer where there's a transfer market and there's payment that goes to the club? Do they get subsidised at all, or is it just this is just such a strong competition now, or regarded as, as such a strong competition around the world that players, you know, it's a natural progression or stepping stone into the NBL if you're successful here? Yeah, there's two answers to that. If you have a multi-year contract, they'd pay that contract out. Yep. Uh, so there'd be a payment back to the club. But generally, your imports are on a one-year contract, um, unless you're a Bryce Cotton, someone like that that's been in Perth a long time and they've secured, you know, he's kind of passed that window of the NBA, possibly. He, I'm pretty sure he just signed a three-year deal over in Perth. So it's, that's a little bit unusual. But yep. if you're on a one-year deal they generally see out the season and uh, and head overseas. Ian, you just said to us off the air, you feel like uh, he just uh, jumped because I haven't called him Ian. <laughs> no, no, I was going, who the hell's Ian? Who's, I'm like, who's, who's Ian? Guest yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> Where is this? Uh, who's Ian? Moose, uh, you, <laughs> said to, you said to us off the air, now he responds, you said to us off the air that you feel like Sydney are in the box seat to go back-to-back, uh, even early in the season. This weekend, uh, Perth, up against Illawarra, so that's a tough road trip for the Hawks. Uh, Tassie, they're back at home against the Bullets, who've got Baines, and you were just saying what a sensational guy he is. I'll get you to elaborate in a moment. And then Sydney, they're off to take on Melbourne United. Yeah, well, those games, I mean, the, the, the Tasmanian game against Brisbane is a really, even so early in the season, a crux game because both teams are coming off losses. Um, I think Tasmania in Tasmania, you know, are, are always a, a hard, hard game down there. But I tell you, a team like Brisbane with, with a fellow like Aaron Baines in it, you know, I think would be the, uh, the tipping point to go to favour Brisbane. Sydney over Melbourne, that's interesting. I, I think Sydney will absolutely annihilate Melbourne. Um, I know that's a big call. Mm. But they're in a rebuilding phase, Melbourne. Um, and I think Sydney, just watching them last night, they're so well balanced. Um, the, the ball moves so well. They're shooting a, the ball at a high clip. I just can't see that Melbourne will even come close to them. Hey, we kind of skimmed over Adelaide's win against Phoenix. Like, I think it's only the second time in history this has happened. And, you know, Chris Paul plays, Devin Booker plays. I think most of the stars play over 20 minutes. They, they were rested, you know sporadically through the game but what a sensational win uh, 134 to 124 last time it was done I think it was Real Madrid had a win against an NBA side so yeah, it's phenomenal yeah it is and uh, I know we did brush over it but it's the first time in Australian basketball history that that's that's occurred it, it's I mean there's a lot of credit to Bruton uh, the coach of that Adelaide in his recruitment and I think it showed certainly against Phoenix I'm not sure they played yesterday against OKC so they have two games against NBA teams that are in the final stages of preparation for their season but going back to Phoenix um, you know their five starters all played over 22 minutes Steve so it Mm. wasn't token minutes they're significant minutes in a preseason game 
and for Adelaide to, uh, you know, generate that win. It's just a fantastic showcase for Australian basketball. Does this happen regularly with Australian teams going over there? Or is this pretty unique, the opportunity that Adelaide had? And obviously the um, NBL here have given them the opportunity by, uh, you know, manufacturing the draw to ensure that they uh, serve their buys early in the season. Yeah, no, it's probably a, a very uh, recent initiative. When I say recent, the past couple of years uh, before COVID interrupted it, mm. there was always games. NBL sides would travel to the States to play NBA sides in, in, in showcasing events um, to try and ensure that the Australian League was regarded where it should be by you know NBA scouts and teams looking at, at players. There's even talk that some of the players from the Adelaide team that performed so well that had come out of the G League, which is the NBA Development League, that were contracted to Adelaide, might not even be on the flights back. So oh. it's, uh, yes, watch this space. Yeah, you know what, again, it's about opportunity. And I think it also, as I mentioned before, is a clear indication of how strong the NBA competition is and that it's a genuine stepping and, and what I don't know how many Australian players we have uh, playing in the NBA now but it yeah. certainly has increased significantly oh it's a genuine stepping stone and and in the past if you didn't make the NBA you'd go to Europe play in the Euro Leagues yep. but the Australian League without the difficulty of language um, mm. dollar etc and it's a good it's a, a good spot to stop yeah what a what a night for some of these players Craig Randall has 35 points including nine threes uh, Frank's had 32 and Giddy, it sounds like he was just sensational. Yeah, well, I'm guessing OKC beat beat Adelaide yesterday in that game, and and uh, the highlight being Giddy being a former Adelaide 36er player playing playing for OKC. So, um, yeah, great experience for these guys. And and Butte's going back to your question. The NBA encourages it. Sorry, the NBL encourage it by providing uh, Adelaide mm. as the team over there in the moment. The, the first two round buys. We're live from Terrigal Basketball Stadium and it's the trials this morning, so we've been watching the under-12s. Michael, what's happening here? So I'm seeing a whole bunch of chairs go oh. almost into the paint. Yeah, This I, is some kind of new age fancy drill. I think it's called musical chairs, to be honest. I'm waiting for the music to come on. No, obviously they use the the chairs as dummy uh, defenders, Moose, I would assume, and uh, just a way for the girls, or instead of the witches' hats or whatever it may be, they... We've got a couple of girls to our right that are laughing at us. Uh, number 22 thinks this is hilarious. We might have to give her some airtime in a few moments. But uh, so trials happening here all day. I'll tell you what I love here, Buttes. Have a look. So for a little club on the Central Coast, yep. look at all of our banners. Look. They're everywhere. So champions in 21. And these are all different divisions as well. But there would be nothing better, Moose, in basketball than hoisting a championship banner. Yeah, and there's a very special one up there, the white one, which was the first uh, NBL1 equivalent banner uh, in 2019, just before COVID hit. So, yeah, and I think at the Kings last night, they uh, they hoisted their uh, championship banner last night. I'll tell you what else we haven't got here is we haven't retired any jerseys. No, I don't know why. Um, I guess it's a young club, uh, but we've had some really, really great players through this club. So, yeah, a little bit unusual. Yeah, hey... Well, we're, can we're, I put him on the spot? Can I put him on the yes. spot? Because I just want to know, if there was one jersey or one number, which one do you think it would be, Moose? Uh, I'd probably put uh, Mitch Reuters up there. Yep. Um, he played for the club. Uh, great guy, great role model, great player. Um, yeah, so he'd be probably he'd be my the, pick. Yep. Boys, the Women's World Cup basketball. 
Moose, Australia finish on the podium. Fantastic with a win over Canada. Yeah, great, a great win over Canada. In, in the uh, bronze medal game, they absolutely smashed them. But they played Canada in a, in a round game. I think it might have been a quarter quarterfinal where they uh, was a lot, lot closer. And um, had they lost that game, they would have faced uh, the Americans in the crossover. So they did very well. Um, they were unfortunate not to get to the uh, gold medal game going down by a point to China who eventually obviously played uh, played the US in the grand final and got fairly well beaten. Uh, and Moose, we've had a, a performance for the ages from Lauren Jackson. Yeah, Butch just asked me off air, you know, what was her, like, the contribution? Did she really, you know, warrant a spot? She's 41, and, and I think just the fact that um, she was in that team, I, I watched the uh, first ca uh, game against Canada. She made some big buckets when they needed a basket, so that level of experience, I mean, she is recognised as the best world world player, you know, female player in the world. Like she, she scored 30 points in 21 minutes there, which is just phenomenal. Like you talk about contribution and her presence just having an impact, but to be able to back that up with 30 points as well, which is probably the leading scorer for the Australians, quite a remarkable feat considering she's 41 years of age. Yeah, next yeah. best, uh, Stephanie Talbot with 16. Uh, but it's almost like Cinderella Man. It's like this is it. This is my swan song and let's go out with a medal. Uh, we're heading up toward the news right now. Moose, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for lining this up along with Killy. No, no, it's always nice to be here. It's great to see this is the next next wave of, of bas basketballers coming through the Central Coast ranks. So uh, it's always nice to wander back into this stadium. I'm a life member here, and it's it's nice just to reconnect with some of the coaches and some of the players. Yeah, we need a statue outside. Uh, did you see the red carpet? I saw the red carpet out there. It was unbelievable.